Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Solo Cleaning School podcast. It's time for an update from my solo cleaning business again. In my last update, I shared about my honeymoon getaway with my wife, my grandfather in the ICU, and some wins in my solo cleaning business. I've already shared a tribute to my father in a previous episode as well, so you know how that ended. I have a few other updates from this week in business. As I've shared previously, Matt and Laura are a young family with a small child and both working full-time. They have kept up with the cleaning of their home, but it's getting overwhelming to them. They've never hired a cleaning service, so they turned to Dr. Google for the answer. Google led them to my company, Carfagno Cleaning, only because I focused on it this year. Check out the podcast episode, Google My Business Rocks. So thank you, Google. Matt was highly impressed with my Google profile and called me on the spot. I answered this call while on a honeymoon. All right, normally I don't answer these calls. I let them go to voicemail, but because of everything circumstantially around my grandfather and the hospital, I was picking up every call, as you probably could imagine. Matt had some basic questions, so I referred him to my website. He pulled up the site on the spot and said, wow, you're legit. This is a great website. See, these were great responses. And again, as you can imagine, this increased my value to Matt as we spoke. He wanted to know about the basic models of cleaning, made versus cleaning services, costs of each. I referred him to the article I wrote on the specific question he was asking me. This impressed him even more. He's thinking, boy, I have a question. There's an answer on the website. Then I covered some of the basic FAQs for my website over the phone. He booked me for an estimate on the spot and was already talking about hiring me. I did the estimate this week with Matt and Laura, and it was so fun as they were so engaged. They loved the estimate. It was so much fun. And it's just, you know, when you've got a great family, you just feel it. This is how this one felt. This is a family I would love to serve. And what they told me is they love to like customize the home into options to make my higher end service affordable to them. That's great. As I left, I promised an email proposal with cleaning options by the end of the week. And I met that promise because that's so important. It builds trust factor. They are most interested in monthly cleaning, which is great because that's what I need. And it'd be a perfect fit to be the final house to complete my 2020 goal for schedule of house cleaning. I did want to share this direct feedback with you as well, my favorite podcast listeners, because here's what Matt and Laura told me on the estimate as it was ending. I remember, this is a young 30s-ish couple with two incomes, a dog, and a baby. So if this is who you're out there serving, here's what they said to me. Ken, we love how you customize our house for cleaning. When I heard that over the phone, I felt confident we'd get an excellent cleaning at a price we could afford. We knew you were legit and have passion for what you do. Wow, this is an incredible piece of feedback. A few weeks ago, I received an inquiry from Aaron. 
She is a local realtor referred to me by my BIB, Believers in Business, local networking group, friend, and realtor, Marianne Alec. Erin was the selling agent for her niece and nephew, and she wanted to gift a move-in cleaning to them, which is super cool. So she reached out to me. Now, there wasn't a way to see the house as it was under contract until the house closed. Therefore, I pulled the real estate listing online and looked at the 50 plus pictures to give Aaron a ballpark price estimate. Now, if you ask, well, Ken, how'd you do this? Is this hard? It's not really hard. I've been doing estimates for 15 years. I teach this in the Solo Cleaning School Elite, and it's a skill and an expertise that you will have to learn. I cannot teach it here on a podcast because this podcast is mostly mindset. If you want to get that kind of training, then make sure to join the $50 per month Solo Cleaning School Elite membership. So we went back and forth, Aaron and I, over email until we settled in on a price of $350 plus tax. And we booked it for Thanksgiving week. Awesome. I forgot about it. Went about life, went about business, went on our honeymoon, came back, showed up that morning. And I always do a formal estimate after a ballpark. And so this ballpark back and forth on email, $350. Yes, it was a price, but it wasn't formalized and shaken on. So when I arrived, I walked through the house with Aaron showing me around and I added up everything in detail. And here's what I came up with. I knew that for a moving cleaning, you've got to do a killer job on the bathrooms and the kitchen. The refrigerator, the oven, the cabinets, those are also really important. The halls, the stairs, the other rooms, they're important, but maybe not as important. And so I knew I could not do the full house. The goal was to hit $350. And when I added up the detail needed in the kitchen and the bathrooms, not including the inside of the refrigerator, not including the inside of the cabinets, not including the inside of the oven, it was going to be $250 plus tax just for that. So from there, I looked at the number of rooms in the house, which there were 10 based on the way that I do estimates. And I knew that $100 worth of room cleaning would be about 10 minutes per room. That translates to a very quick surface level dusting of fans, tops of heating vents, horizontal surfaces, quick dusting, quick vacuuming, and mopping. It's not a lot of detail there. And she was okay with this because it hit the 350. However, it did not hit the goal of the refrigerator and the cabinets that would easily add another $150 to $200 to the price. So what to do? Well, what's really interesting, while I was looking at the 50 plus pictures a few weeks back to do a ballpark estimate, my wife was in the room and she was also looking at the pictures of the house. Why? Because we as a family are in the market to buy a house in the next 18 months, roughly. And so we've been looking around and trying to figure out what we like. So she was tuned in. And this particular house, it was beautiful, had great furnishings. And when she got to the kitchen, there's this rolling island. It was turquoise blue, wood around the side. It had beautiful butcher block. And it fit in perfectly with this kitchen. Because the kitchen itself, it didn't have enough counter space. So obviously they purchased this extra piece of furniture to get more counter space. And my wife, Teresa, thought, wow, that's a really nice island. I wonder where we get one. And I got thinking, yeah, we should look into that. Maybe we buy that in 2021 as a gift for ourselves. And then, you know what? We just let it go. I may have looked it up on Google and your life moved on. So here I am at the house where the pictures were. 
Wouldn't you know it, I'm in the kitchen talking to Aaron. The niece and nephew were in that room as, as well. And there's the rolling island, the turquoise wood side panels, the beautiful butcher block sitting right there in the middle of the kitchen. I asked them, this is the island that's in the pictures for the sale of this house. They said, yeah, the old owners left this for us. And then they pointed to the living room. They left their sectional couch. They left this big screen TV wall mounted. I'm like, wow. They also left a chest freezer. Like they left a bunch of gifts. Oh, they left a washer dryer. Like how cool is that? You move into a house and there's things already there. Some people might be totally weirded by the older people's couch still being there. But I thought it was beautiful. I wasn't direct when I said this. But I looked at the island and I said to the realtor and to the couple, I said, where do you get an island like this? My wife is very interested. And they threw out a couple places. And I said, okay, great, thanks. I need to get something like this for Christmas. And then the wife, the niece, said, well, we were just going to put some of this stuff on Facebook Marketplace. You could have it if you'd like. I'm like, really? Then the realtor, Aaron, the aunt, stepped in and said, I'll tell you what. You do the refrigerator, we'll throw in the island. And I said, hmm, some bartering, huh? Interesting. I said, well, let me think about that. And I was wondering how much the island was worth. And so we just kind of continued the rest of the estimate walking around. And then at one point we said, hey, we're going to go negotiate in the patio. Now, this realtor and I were already friends. We have a mutual friend, Marianne. So it was kind of just a for show and we were goofing off and like thinking we we're going to go like duke it out and negotiate. But we did. We went into the sunroom and we talked and I thanked her again. I apologized. I was a little late. I told her why I was late because I had some things I was dealing with, with um, my grandfather passing away. And, and we talked about things like that for a few minutes. We started crying together. <laughs> and then I just pulled her back to business. I said, well, listen, I think that's a great deal. I will definitely do the refrigerator. It's about $125 service. And I said, that island, that's probably worth at least that. And she said, yeah, that island's probably worth two, three, four hundred dollars $400. I said, well, let's do it for sure. And so I agreed to that. And then she said, we also want the cabinets done. Could you throw the cabinets in for 50 more bucks? So I'll pay 400 total. And I said, done, let's go. And I made sure, hey, that's 400 plus tax. And so we negotiated. And she said, great. And within 15 minutes, she had a check written out to me, and she left the house, and me and my son, Kenny, cleaned, and we absolutely crushed it there. We made that couple so happy, that realtor so happy, that she went afterwards and left me a Google five-star review. Oh, that was so cool. I was so thankful. And then the whole way home, after we loaded the island into the back of our Honda Pilot, my son, Kenny, and I were figuring out, okay... How do we get this in the house without mom seeing? And that was so fun to discuss that. And we did come up with an idea, and I cannot divulge that here on this podcast. Now, I have done bartering many times before. I cleaned a monthly house in New York, and on one particular visit before they were moving to San Francisco, we agreed to a barter or a trade for their $1,000 black leather couches with reclining end pieces in exchange for one $200 monthly cleaning. That was a great deal. I jumped on that. I have also bartered or have received for free many times before things like a washer and dryer, a ping pong table, a dining room set, rugs, 
other furniture, other toys, clothing. I remember getting an entire clothing set from a college student son of the owner who happened to be the same size as me. And the toys, many times I've received toys that were hand-me-downs that became brand new Christmas presents for our kids. So there's a lot of times that bartering or just free stuff comes into play. Now, this happens most often when you have a move-in situation. Family leaving decides to leave some things for the new family. And if you're there cleaning... Don't be afraid to pipe up and ask the question because maybe they might want to sell it. Maybe they're trying to get rid of it and it's just a thorn in their side. You just never know. And they'll be willing to part with it for $50 or $100 or in exchange for some cleaning. And this is bartering. There are so many other things you can barter too. A friend of mine in the cleaning industry, Debbie Sardone, she's even written an entire book on this and she calls it Barternomics. Bartering is an awesome pro of solo cleaning. And it's something that I did not mention on the original podcast episode, The Pros of Solo Cleaning. So I wanted to make this podcast episode an addition to The Pros of Solo Cleaning and let you guys know that bartering is something that you can do. Just make sure you do it right. And with that, I want to thank you for bartering your time in exchange for this knowledge. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.